If only that was really our band. This is uh, Music Speaks Sometimes <laughs> Loud, episode number 20... 29? I think. Yeah. I don't even know. You know what? I'm not, I'm not going to keep track anymore. Fuck numbers. Fuck numbers. So, wait, wait. We can say fuck on the radio now? No, we, we can. Oh. can. We can, but... You have to earn your key, bro. Yeah. If, if your story is good enough, then you can earn the privilege to say one bad word. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> I just wasted it now. <laughs> <laughs> today's, uh, today's podcast. Uh, you got your, your host, uh, Gonzo. Gonzo's on the mix. And on the board, we got Mr. M48. Hello. What's going on, epic. people? That was epic, dude. That Hello. was That was... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today on the panel, we also got... Mr. Tacos de Muerte. We have our guest today, Tacos de Muerte. He goes by JP on the outs, but we're going to keep him as Tacos de Muerte. So today we're going to talk about everything and anything under the sun. So today, what's on your guys' mind? Mine is, I'm not a fan of Martin, bro. There, I said it in 48. Mic drop. How many times are we going to have this discussion? Taylors, you don't have to baby them as much. Do you really want to have another child? Well, I don't have a child, so the Martin can be my child. What was the child's name? Grogu. Isn't that a good name? Do you keep up with the Mandalorian? Spoiler, spoiler alert for anyone <laughs> who hasn't seen episode seen it. 13 of uh, the Mandalorian. I think, I think JP Tacos the Morton hasn't just, seen it. You just, you just ruined my day. Thank you so much. Well, you, you it's, been out, it's been out for over 24 hours, so I mean, it's kind of your fault. It's you your fault. It. I, I work gra- okay, when you work graveyard, and all you do on graveyard is try to play guitar at work, hey, but hey, it sucks. Hey, man. Hey, man. Did I ask you? It sounds like you ruined your life there, buddy. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's yeah. your own fault. Oh, hey, yeah, you know what? You. Anything that airs midnight the night before, that's all you, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> For me, Martin is just too expensive. And I don't see the point in having a Martin if I can get like an Ibanez. Same concept, but cheaper. And then also for Taylor, I feel like... They kind of doing the whole whip their crap out. It's like, haha, look, it's big as Martin. It's like, dude, you don't sound like Martin, and also it doesn't sound that great. Like, no, no, I, t- I totally get that, and I've I owned a, a Ibanez acoustic. That was my like main acoustic guitar for like 12, 13 years. It's really good. I l- I like the the quality of it. You know, for the money that you get for it, it's really really good. Taylor's the same way. You know, I played a few Taylors. They play really nice. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not something that I could really grab onto, and the part of the whole Martin heritage thing that drew to me was a lot of my favorite players played Martin, uh, and that makes sense. Kind of the heritage, so it's kind of interesting you bring up the price points. Yeah. So um, I do think that there's a price point for everybody, whatever mm-hmm. everyone's comfortable with spending. But here, here's the catch: when you spend a thousand on a guitar, more than likely your next guitar is gonna be a thousand. When more. you spend four thousand, more than likely your next guitar's gonna be four thousand. Well, no, for me I got lucky because I'm more of a well, you guys know me, I'm a metal guy, so I always like to stick with the metal guitars. Mm-hmm. But for BC Rich, the War Beast was my favorite. Just the body and everything. It's a combined combination of both the Avenger and the Beast or whatever, or the Warlock and it just caught my attention. And then the first one I had was just a beginner series, played the shit out of it. And then Got rid of it, you know. I got better. I got more expensive. It took a year. Got my first Jackson. Still have it. Only time nice. I spent a thousand dollars. It was either fix the car or buy a badass Jackson. Always, <laughs> always go with the guitar, man. Yes, always go with it. Because the always. guitar, the guitar will get you places. Then exactly. the car, it can only have so much miles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, but it's it's true what you're kind of saying. I mean, we kind of go through stages. Um, I, I did use, you know, the 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 less expensive guitars. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, I go through them. 
<laughs> I go through them as if they're just like who's next to go to the graveyard. <laughs> he goes through them like underwear. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I, I can I can literally I, I guess the I play either too much or grips too tight. I can uh, cut through them really fast. So no, for me, I try for, to stay away from it. For me, it's the if I play the crap out of the guitar. It's like yeah, I'll get a new one. But if I really like love the guitar, it's like this. Mm. I'm not gonna get rid of you. I'll fix you up, but I'm not gonna get rid of you. It's like but, having a number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the quality, I mean, even of lower end stuff, it's the Korean made, the Indonesian made. I mean, it's quality it's all, is getting up there. Indonesian yeah. is the, the best one. Yeah. All my Jackson so far made in Indonesia. I have not had a U.S. custom yet. I had the opportunity to get one, but I was like this. I'm just really not going to. Like I said, price wise, no. And also like, dude, this thing's like eight years old and still plays like it's brand new. Like, See, that's no. what the quality is really getting up there because it's getting bigger. Guitar mm-hmm. is now, well, except for Guitar Center, they're going under. But I think they've went under three times in my lifetime. I think so, yeah. So, I don't know. For me, like Guitar Center is like, oh, yeah, when you're a beginner, like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Let's go to Guitar Center. Let's go to Guitar Center. And then you finally go there and you see all the guitars. Mm-hmm. Nothing brand new is high end. It's all low end models. So it's like. Exactly. Eh. And then you see their expensive models are used. And it's like. But but it's kind of interesting because when a, a, a young player starts, like the Walmart for guitar is Guitar Center. You go to Guitar Center and they have your. They have your standards. They have the Fenders and the Gibsons mm-hmm. with the Fender amps and the Marshall amps, right? It's all budget friendly. You walk in there and you know you can get something off the wall and you're going to play it today. It's almost like Guitar Center is it's turned into more like a rental place. Like you go into like a rental place and you're like, um, I'm playing in the city. I need like a, um, like a Fender amp or something, something that's just going to get me through the gig. And that's basically what Guitar Center is now. I don't know. For me, yeah, it makes sense. For me, when I went to Guitar Center a couple of times and I was... At one point, were I you hungover? No, actually, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and I was just, I just, my friend was like, "Hey, let's take guitars and see how much we can get them for what they're worth." And I had a white Jackson Randy Rhodes RR1, like the super high end. Oh model. yeah, 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 the the V, the weird V shape, yeah. Yes. And street value, you can get hundred for it. They offered me two hundred bucks, and I'm like, "You guys are gonna." Pay me 200 bucks and then sell it for 800 and make this much profit you know no i'm going home their their business model is 60 percent off the used market mm-hmm. so if a guitar costs you 100 bucks use that sells for 50 they're going to give you 60 percent of those 50 dollars yeah see screw that i saw I, I gave i sold on the street for 800 bucks got it for what's worth and yeah the, the dude messaged me the next day saying dude you're crazy for getting rid of this and i'm like Eh, not really. You should have been like, you're crazy for buying it. I sold... <laughs> oh! I sold Gonzo's um, Blues Jr. that he sold me a while back for the same amount that he sold it to me over there. Because I swindled him pretty much. So Gonzo... That, that's crazy. No, that means you sold it for a good price. I mean, I was even sh- shocked by it. I was just like, yeah, here's this Blues Jr. It's in really good condition. It's the, the relict version of it. So they played it. And they're at first they were gonna only give me I think 150 for it, and I was like, no, give me something that you know that's worth it. My time coming over here. You should be like you're breaking my balls. That's basically what I told them, but like in the most professional kind of manner possible. So and then I had like two pedals that I was gonna get rid of too, and they sell these pedals already. So I was like, here, I'll just throw in these pedals, and they're not like they're one was a Boss Blues driver and the other one was just a MXR AB box. So. Oh, okay not super expensive so that's what they kind of 
uh, ramped up the price a little bit. They're like, okay, well, we'll give you 300 for the Blues Junior and then just throw in the pedals. It's like, yeah, I'll take it. That's not bad. So, actually, Gonzo, your amp that mm-hmm. I loved for years. Um, oh, actually, the Roland Cube. Yes. Oh, that thing's awesome. Yeah. So, I got the Line 6 and then pretty much, it, you know, like the Roland did, it's time for me. It was time for it to go to a good home. So, I sold it. And like for a fair price, a hundred bucks to one of my friend's friend who I guess been playing the punk scene for years, but I saw his amp and he had like a Fender Mustang, like really beat the crap. Like I got it at a storage unit. It was cheap. And he showed me the distortion on it. And I was just like, Ooh. cringe. He cringed. Oh, uh, I was just like, oh my God, it sounds like something Jerry would play saying it sounds like Metallica. Like that's not Metallica. Anyways, you're like I don't know what that is. <laughs> Just get it away from me. Take it from Beyond of Hell. Let the Undertaker rest in peace. Dong. Sorry, so, thirty years of Undertaker. No, 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 yeah. So, I just told him, "Hey, give me a hundred bucks. You know, it'd be nice." And he's like, "Can I test it out?" I'm like, "Sure." I mean, if you look at the back end of it, that it was no longer glued, so it's kind of like coming off. I keep super gluing it, and it keeps popping off. Oh wow. Oh okay, okay. So, yeah, so it's like it works, but god damn it. So. He plays it. Oh, my God. This kid's reaction reminded me of the day you brought it to my house. And I was just like, <gasps> distortion. <laughs> Dude. He, he played the crap out of it the whole night. Mr. Roland. That was a boss product. That thing's legit. No, that thing is. If I were to buy another amp for practice, for sure, it's going to be a cube. Yeah. It has the, the JC120 tones in there. It has oh, all okay. the Cosm stuff. Yeah. So it's like having uh, what the Waza. It's a Waza, but they're they're ahead of the time. That that's a really good practice amp, but you know, sometimes you want to practice with something. I mean, I, I tried to get away from the solid state. Something with a little more balls. Yeah, but nowadays I don't use anything solid. As state. we as we get older in our guitar playing, your balls just get bigger. You know. You yeah, just want like bigger balls. You know? No, like yeah. the Line Six. I mean, I feel my balls got pretty big with the Line Six with all the different modules and everything. But in my mind, I'm like this. No, the only the only way I'm gonna get big balls. Is for sure is an orange half stack with a gym root tiny terror head oh my god i wish i had the money when you had it gonzo to buy it but god damn i needed my money back to like pay certain bill whatever but i was like do you still have it when he said it was gone all i heard from all i heard in my head was why have you forsaken me from system that that amp had a unique characteristic on tone it was a one-trick pony so it, it was single channel, but it had your distortion channel in there too. Yeah. Orange Orange does one thing and it does one thing really well, and that's like tight distortions. Yeah, I've never personally played in orange, but I've always liked the sound that it got like that it produced. It was like, you know how like you have your Marshalls and your Fenders and stuff like that, and only that can produce that sound. I think orange is kind of o- falls in that category. Orange is too. that, yeah. Orange is a very distinct tone. Yeah. It's, it got pricey all of a sudden, though. Well, no, it's because I looked it up. I guess they discontinued the Jim Root signature. Ooh. So it's like, okay, I really should have got that when I had the fucking chance. Like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be gear throughout the years. Stuff you look after. I'm still trying to find. I took the L on uh, the Marshall 2555. Oh, mm-hmm. this guy takes more L's than anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually had the... When it comes to gear and stuff, I always tell them, dude, yeah. buy it. If you have the money, buy it. Dude, I, I totally run into stuff that's rare and stuff that I can flip in the future. 
Yeah. And I totally like always like, nah, I'll just pass on it. I'll no, get it later. No, because right now, Gonzo, I saw, you know, your Craigslist, your, no, your Facebook posting of your gear. And I'm like, 750, what the hell? Gonzo, are you high? And he's like, no, it's just, oh, oh, okay. And I showed to this one guy. Didn't give me an offer on it still. He's being a little girl about it, but. That's fine. It's it's that guy that says, the Smashing Pumpkins and all that. James from Tool or whatever. And I'm like, dude, the guy from Tool's not that great. He can pull off a riff, but that yeah. mo- that guy cannot play a solo. Yeah. He cannot surprise me. And they're saying he's a, he's like, he's probably one of the greatest. I'm like, no, no, you want to see one of the greatest. That's kind of an interesting concept to no. say, I want Tool's guitar player's tone, but yet Tool's more known for the drummer and their singer. Yeah. He thinks that he, uh, I don't know what the, the freaking guitar player is but i'm like i listen to it and all that i can like, tell you the guitar player's name see my sure. point like i think we, it's he's creepy looking i forgot his name uh, it's something adams the adam? creepy looking guy adam jones yeah. adam go. jones yeah because he's like this he's talking about that and he tells me like smashing pumpkins how nirvana like he gives me all these like vibes like, and all that yeah, yeah he's like and he gets mad like how come you and then he he does the stupidest thing which is annoying too if you're a metalhead and you're hearing this you know slayer fans are psychotic people i'm a big slayer fan he told me Slayer had only one good song. And I already looked at him like, it's going to rain your blood, rain of your blood tonight for sure if you keep dissing me. Like, he did not know I was a big Slayer fan until I smacked his hat off his head. I'm like, keep saying it one more time. They have one good song, and I swear to God, I don't care if I get fired. I will make yeah. sure you bleed. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of extreme. Um, Tool's one of those fan bases, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You either like the Red Hot Chili Peppers or you don't. There's no middle. It's like Tool. You either like Tool or you don't. I only think they have one good song. It's like Parabola. I uh, listened to it. I force-fed that Tool arc, and I did not like their music. That's just my opinion. I mean, I, I could be totally no, for me, missing the fact. Like, for me, it's like, we actually I had a good conversation with my friends. Like, if you're, like, into psychedelics and, like, you know, recreational stuff, it makes sense because that, that's kind of the vibe music you would listen to because like you're out of experience. Like for me, I don't get that vibe. Like the Pink Floyd phenomenon. Yeah, when it came out and all that. Yeah, because so. everyone was uh, on the reefer, and they tell me different experiences. They say, "Oh, dude, Pink Floyd, Darks." I mean, I've listened to Dark Side of the Moon, and I mean, my favorite album is Animals. Mm-hmm. It's not Dark Side. Like, this is probably disrespect to a lot of Pink Floyd fans out there, but I thought Korn's song um, cover of Pink Floyd was a lot better. The show's over. Music Speaks, episode 28. <laughs> <laughs> see my point? Like, but see, I think, um, <laughs> especially... I just fuck with you. <laughs> but I think, like, especially guitar players, they can identify with Pink Floyd because of David Gilmore. I mean, his Strat tone is probably up there with probably top five. The Black Strat, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, don't get me wrong. Pink Floyd, like, guitar-wise, like, if I had to pick who I really listen to, Pink Floyd or Tool, it's like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go... With Pink Floyd, like people give me shit when everyone's like, "Oh, Jimi Hendrix is the greatest," and I'm like, "At he that served ti- his purpose." I'm yeah. like, "At that time period, yeah." I mean, I rather listen to Randy Rhodes, and then I get this a lot. Who goes Randy Rhodes? You ever heard of Crazy Train? Yeah, that guy. You know what's funny? Mm. They say Jimi Hendrix got to see Jimi Hendrix play live. I never heard of that. That's actually the first. Have you heard that statement? Yeah, his name's a uh, buddy guy. Oh, buddy oh. guy was the original Hendrix before Hendrix. Before Hendrix, huh? If, you, if you're a blues guy like me and you listen to all these old blues guys, they talk about uh, Buddy Guy. He came onto the scene like maybe 62, 63, and he started off with uh, playing with like Jimmy Reed and uh, Muddy Waters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He was like the, the up-and-coming you know, young guy. Mm-hmm. And 
what he did was a lot of theatrical stuff too, like on stage. Like he would uh, take his guitar off his uh, his back, throw it on the ground, catch it, and then uh, keep playing it. So he did a lot of the things that Hendrix did after. It's just Hendrix was more on the bigger stage. And then yeah, Hendrix on the bigger stage. Hendrix contributed to the arts. Yeah, he brought, he brought his piece, but man, like Machine Gun from Hendrix. And then another thing too that he he borrowed from Buddy Guy was he would sing the lick that he was playing. So like when he would go, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Wait a minute, something's wrong here on that guitar. That's exact. That's exactly what uh, Buddy would do. That's how I do when I order McDonald's. I need a Big Mac and fries and <laughs> Coca-Cola. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny. People, when I tell, talk, tell people about Slayer like and all that, they're like, they didn't have a music video until the 90s. I'm like, well, that's because Kerry King played the solo for the BC Boys, um, No Sleep Till Brooklyn. And they're like, hmm. no, you did it. And it's like, actually, if you look at the music video, they have a gorilla suit coming out, and you actually see Kerry King when he had hair punch the crap out of the gorilla guy in a suit and he comes out and he plays the actual solo and then here's the crazy part no one knows this they're like oh that solo pantera played and all that i forgot what album and all that but it was actually carrie king playing the outro solo and they recorded it in a bathroom on a tour they did together i did not know that that's interesting see my point see my point i know you guys know the blues and jazz history i know the metal history it's ridiculous and it's cool because the nuances in music there's always these weird stories <laughs> like bizarre i mean sort of folklore but we don't know because we weren't there so we take it as truth and we just run with it because it's, it's kind of like one of those like uh stories that get passed on and then every time it gets uh embellished embellished yeah you just like, add a bigger thing like oh he he played on a thing that was 60 feet high or something like oh, that yeah. oh no the, my favorite my favorite story like so the rumor is the guy from the band Cannibal Corpse, the Corpse Grinder. Okay. You know, you see him, he looks like he has no neck, literally. And there's a story saying that he sold his neck to the devil so he could sing for Cannibal Corpse. Dang. And he goes along with the story. He's like, yeah, I wish I could refund back me. It kind of hurts my neck now since all that. And the <laughs> first people to mention selling their souls was uh, Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Exactly. He started that. <laughs> And it became a rumor, like, oh, he's as good as he is because he sold his soul to the devil. Nowadays, if you say you sold to the devil, it's like, well, how much did you get out of it? <laughs> 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 what was your What was your bargaining rate? Like, I try to sell my soul to the devil. I tell him, please bring metal back to the mainstream. I'm tired of hearing this bullshit on the radio. And he's like, what do you got? It's like, I'll sell you my soul. Uh, we need more than that, buddy. Like. <laughs> Have you seen that genre? They sold their soul to me a lot more than you guys did. And the mainstream, mainstream is always, it's always safe. It always plays it safe nowadays. It's formulated. It resolves. There's no dissonance. The chords kind of go where they're going to go. But guitar music has its own niche. It's always going to have its own niche. Metal players, most, most of them are metal guitar players. Exactly. Like jazz is music for the musicians. I mean, there's no normal people that go listen to jazz. That I know of, Marcus. I don't really listen to jazz that much. I mean, exactly. It, it comes like it comes and it goes. You know, the the um, I was telling you what jazz album I was listening to. Uh, Bill Evans, I think. Okay. Bill Evans, the uh, piano player, and then like things like uh, Miles Davis and stuff of the cool jazz era. That kind of stuff I like. You know, it's more like that. You know, four three piece band kind of yeah. stuff. That's like my favorite jazz. Like. For me, the standards. Like, the yeah. standards they call them. Yeah, for me, like 
Everyone's like, oh, you like the new metal bands? And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of bands, you know, new. That you I like, like that one band, Periphery? No. Thank you. God, no. <laughs> Thank you. You're my friend. High five. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't stand Misha Monsur. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I just yeah. can't stand them. <laughs> no, but for me, like, I'm like, yeah, cool. But like, okay, so what metal is your favorite? I'm like, well, it has to be the thrash era. And they're like, why? Because that's the biggest, you know. My rule is, is if I can't spell the band's name, I don't listen to them. Oh, shit. Like ACDC? Come on. Akadaka? How, how easy is that? Akadaka? How many fucking times do I got to tell Akadaka. you? You can only call them Akadaka if you're from Australia. I'm from Australia. No, you're not. Yes, I'm from Down Under. That was the worst accent of Australia. I'm from Down Under. Exactly. We don't have an accent over there. It's fake. Fake news, bro. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> fake no, news. No, no. I want to recount. I want to recount. <laughs> no, no. My favorite, my favorite um, era has to be thrash, and has to be like the eighties, nineties. Pretty yeah. much the thrash never really evolved. Yeah, the the genesis of it. Yeah, I like that because because like the Sega Genesis came out that year. Oh, oh he's right. Nineteen ninety one. Sega Genesis came out in the United States. The genesis of thrash music. <gasps> because worlds collide. That's a good song. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, yeah, because I listen to it, and it's like, I like the fast pace. I like the rifting, and then people, oh, anyone can play that fast. I'm like, okay, here's a guitar. Go for it. Like, my brother, he, he tries saying, oh, it's easy to play that, blah, blah, blah. It's just a, I'm like, all right, here's my guitar. Try it. Like, legit, try to copy this sound, and I played. There is some practice involved in keeping it clean and syncopated. And, it, and also, I mean, if you're not sweating after playing two songs, I mean, there's something wrong. I with mean, you. there's a reason why Metallica isn't going to tour for the next five more years. Because, like, they're, they're not going to tour as long as the Rolling Stones. Because at some point, they're, they're gonna, their bodies are going to give out from that style of playing. I mean, look at Slayer, the fact that they did for a war tour. I mean, the reason why they're, I guess, oh, why, oh, they retired because of money. I'm like, no, they retired because there's no Slayer without the singer slash bass player, Tom Mariah. That guy gave up his neck for that band, for the speed they play, and for the headbanging that it causes people. And Forty, have you ever seen the headbanging that he's referring to? Yeah. From 92 when they were young? Yeah. That is like the coolest stage phenomenon ever where they're all Yeah, it's like so syncopated, right? Syncopated. It's no, like because the craziest you, shit ever. No, because you look at it, you see like, you see Metallica, Anthrax, you see them, they all, they're all off tempo, ba like it's my headbanging. But the thing is, it's cool. Like, yeah, they were headbanging. But when you see those guys, they said they call it the, the <laughs> Trinity. No, they call it the Trinity, the, the unholy Trinity. Because you'll see Jeff Hammond is on the freaking right side, Kerry King's on the left side, and Tom's right in the middle. And if you can watch it, look it up on YouTube. It's um raining black. I'm um, raining blood to Black Magic, ninety one. You see them all headbang together, and it's like, holy shit! My, and then my, Tom my and then, that. I know and then Tom Mariah comes out and he sings the rest of the Black Magic, and you're just like, I see the eyes of the devil. And, and the, I feared nothing. And now. the 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 funny part is, like, the whole crowd was into it. They were all doing it too. It looked fucking cool. It was like, da -da 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 it was it was cool. I like I like it. It was a different era, man. Like, it was a physicality, and but I I know if you watched, I was like a thing of nature. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what are they all doing? <laughs> it's like, it, cool. it you can't like for me. I seen them. I seen them all my life, pretty much. And then when I went to my first Slayer show, holy crap! I understand when they said you're going to be baptized today. I'm like, okay, I'm already baptized. What are you talking about, bro? I'm already, I'm already a Slayer fan. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I legit like got destroyed in that pit. I mean, I walked out, bruised ribs, messed up knee, a black eye. I really can move my neck for 
three days straight and I, that was the greatest moment of my life. And my mom looked at me when I came home. She's like, do you want to go again? I was like, they're playing L.A. this weekend. If you want to buy me a ticket, I'll go. And she's like, no, stupid. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Probably <laughs> be le- dead after that. At least that. I tried. Yeah, but when I saw him on the on their very last show, I legit fought people to be the last person in line for the meet and greet. And I got to actually... You know, take a picture. Oh, my God, hell yeah. But I actually got to talk to Tom Araya for maybe two minutes or so. I don't know. I just told him a quick story. Like, I'm going through some shit. Your music saved me. Like, and all that. And he's like, I'm proud of you. And he came like, give me a hug. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm going to hug you hard. But a little quick hug. But in that moment, it felt like. Wait, was it like a hug or was it like a pat on the back? No, like, he actually <laughs> he gave me a quick hug, like, two seconds and then dipped and all that. Shit. So oh, make me cry. And no, no, no. Here's here's the best part I'm for sad. that story. Here's the best part for that story. It when I got that hug, I cried. Of course, like oh my god, my hero hugged me. And the vibe I got was that father and son moment. You know when your dad tells you, "I love you, son. I'm proud of you," and he gives you that hug, and you kind of cry because it's your dad and shit. I got it from Tom Araya. I told my dad that story. He was mad as hell. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't think we we're gonna go that direction. You're, you're like top that, dad. Oh, shit. No, the best part is I told my grandparents that story, and you kind of look at my dad like, what? <laughs> my dad's like, you little. You're fucking up, son. <laughs> You're fucking up. <laughs> oh, shit. That's dope. Yeah, and then, of course, I cried at the very end of, the sh- of that tour. Like, He's giving his farewell speech, and he's like, thank you and everything for his life and all that. And I was just crying like, Slayer! Slayer! Just screaming Slayer while crying and shit. I was like. Because it's the end of an era, man. Well, yeah, and everyone's like this. Well, Mataka ain't retired. I'm like, dude, the fact that these guys retired first, it's going to be a domino effect. Yes, it is. You're going to see Megdeth's going to say, fuck this, I'm done. And then you're going to see Anthrax saying, we'll do show, we'll do, we'll do tours, but randomly. We, it's going to be like, you least expect it. Because freaking Scott Ian, I mean, that guy could still play, but their lead guitar has been switching for so many years. I mean, honestly, it... Anthrax They're is, getting to that age. They're what, 50, 51, 52, 53? Yeah, they're like in their 50s. And then also, like, they all have other jobs now they do. Like, hey, dude, The Undertaker retired at 53. Therefore, they will all retire. <laughs> well, that's like the magic, uh, yeah, it magic is, age. Especially for touring, because these guys yeah. toured. I mean, Metallica, I mean, let's, you saw what James Hetfield did on S&M. He did for the first time without the band played by himself. Yeah, that was surprising. And you see that the band is, they're splitting. Little by little, people have got to pay attention. Kirk and Robert Trujillo are going this way. Lars is going that way, and James is going this way. It's subtle because there's going to be a pop. They're going to they're gonna implode because suicidal tendencies, Kirk Hammett, they're probably going to do that route. And Lars, he's going to do his route. And then James is going to do his route. Because I can see James getting into now his more beatnik, country hard rock stuff that he likes to do i mean yeah yeah he's starting to finally give in and say i want to do what i want to do because i mean he's done the oh yeah i mean for so many years he did it even when he was in puberty oh yeah <laughs> no no there's Maybe a little no. james no <laughs> yeah. james hetfield's quote i love it it's like here's a famous quote from james hetfield and it shows a picture of him smiling it says yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean like, if i saw james hetfield on the street i would I would fangirl. I'd be like, oh, my God, that's James Hetfield. I would. I would. Because, I mean, he's uh, he's an icon. Yeah. No, for me, if I were to see James Hetfield, I'd be like this. I need a favor. Uh, no, no, I don't need an autograph. I, I need a 
I need a big trolling favor. Can you say, yeah, my friend sucks donkey balls and scream you at the very end of it and say his name to full on name and send it to, you know who I'm talking about and be like this. Your hero just said you suck donkey balls. <laughs> That's like the implosion of that dude. Oh shit. That, that reminds me of South Park. Scott Titterman must die. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like that going on. No, but when they fed his parents to him, <laughs> that feels like a Scott to where he's crying and Cartman's like, ooh, tears. Uh, 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 and then the radio, so radio, Radiohead shows up and they're like, everyone's sad, man. I mean, what's the point? The world does not evolve around you. And it's like, did he just get trolled by his <laughs> band Radiohead? I mean, Radiohead's cool and all, no disrespect, but like, for me, I would really cry if it was like Slayer showed up and they said, okay, dude, you suck. It's like. And then um, funny, I'm going to bring back The Undertaker because he just freshly retired. So he, he did 60 cameos. You know, the where you pay the 600 bucks and you get a cameo. Yeah. And someone had him say, Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. That was the most metal thing ever. Like, huh? I, wanna, I just want to hear James Hetfield. I would pay a cameo just for him to order at McDonald's a number one large Coke, no ice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, for a cameo. I don't know. It'd be crazy. But yeah, for James Hetfield, it'd be like uh, Eric Clapton calling you and say, you know what, Marcus? I, I think you should just quit playing and suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be shattered, dude. You'd be I like, th- nah. I think I'd kill myself. <laughs> you know what? No, I would, I would pay $1,000. To, for the band Metallica to actually call my friend Jerry and tell him, hey, we want to invite you to do a live show. And then yeah. we, and tell him to go Fresno. Like, legit, fa- I'll, I would do the fake website, everything. Like, it's happening, Fresno. He goes there by himself, and it's just sign sign, and it shows his favorite band pointing at him and laughing, saying, you're a giant douche. Wow, this is Jerry character, man. He really doesn't like Jerry. Yeah, he must have peed in your milkshake one day or something. I mean, no, with, just with, he with friends the like these, with friends like these, who needs enemies? <laughs> no, he was just an annoying cat that, for some reason, he he's like okay. There's a typical he, he Slayer. Trolls you. He trolls no, you. Yeah. there's a typical Slayer fan, and then there's a typical Metallica fan. He took the typical Metallica fan times twenty. Like this guy. Legit, like, has videos. Like, ugh, ugh. see, there was a black guy that played in Metallica first. And it's like, dude, no one cares. You don't see me saying, like, oh, look, Slayer. There, This wasn't Tom Araya and Slayer yet. Like, I am I love the band and everything, but I'm not going to, like, like, suck like their no dick. Like, no one cares about Kirk Hammond and Exodus. They only care about Kirk Hammond and Metallica. Yeah, like, I actually met a cat. His name is Bill. He actually. Must have been a really cool cat. Yeah. Hey, was it the same Bill from Kill Bill? Bill. No, no, it's a uh, the American version. No, I'm kidding. Um, Bill. Yeah. Bill Cosby. No. No, too soon, too soon. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, you want some Jello? No, no, that's at the right moment. That's at the right timing. Anyways, <laughs> no. Um, he actually told me when he lived in L.A. back in the '80s. I'm like, oh, he's gonna have some good stories. He actually saw Exodus play, and Kirk Hammett was in Exodus, and he said he was like maybe three feet away from him because there was no stage. It was just a little stage bar. Yeah, and absolutely. And he's like this. Let me tell you, holy shit, that was badass. I'm like, did you take a picture? I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. Wrong time. We're in a wrong time period. <laughs> no one had cameras. Did you use your disposable camera? Did you take a Polaroid? Hold on, Kirk Hamlet. Stand still for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. R- wrong guy. Okay. Yeah. I know. No, but for me, yeah, but um, yeah. the only, you know how everyone says, this, oh, this, 
this is the guitar I want. And they like, oh, I want this guitar and all that. Yeah. Well, for me, the only guitar I would want, because I like weird shaped guitars. I like V's and I like BC Rich weird body guitars. And that's like metal as fuck and all that. So for me, it's like the only guitar I would buy that's like a regular body would probably, I mean, it's going to be hard to try to get it, but it's Jeff Hanneman's U.S. Uh, Custom. The Jack- camo one? No. Jackson u.s custom soloist that he got in 90 in the 90s with the actual kramer whammy bar instead of a floyd rose well his esps have the kaler whammy bar yeah well kramer kramer kaler i don't know his esp no but the thing is if you actually look up his specs for his jackson yeah he he uses those killers no yeah for his jackson he took out the original pickups and put the first active pickups in jackson emg Right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm like really out of it. <laughs> yeah, he put, sh- he put EMGs. Uh, you got to keep your head on a swivel on this show, Jesse. Yeah. This is what happens when I smoke too much weed. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which is legal, not federally recognized, but legal in the state of California. It's legal, but it's still frowned upon in some it's areas. It's still frowned upon because, you know, you don't want people to be like, hey, man, you're a stoner. Just be, thank you. I know. Thanks. Top I, of the I, morning, stoner. It's like, thanks. I, I have a career, so I can do that. <laughs> what do you work at, McDonald's? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I used oh, to do that. Sorry, sorry. It's sorry. Still, still a touchy subject. Sorry. Let's not go back there. Anyways, but I want that's the only time I will spend or willing to try to spend 50 grand on a guitar is if it's actually played. It's the original Jackson, my favorite brand guitar, soloist that Jeff Hanneman actually played. The only reason he retired it is because when he did the 2004 Still Raining Tour, and at yeah. the end of the tour, they actually did the fake blood raining and all that. He didn't get fake blood on himself and all that, but I guess enough splashing of the fake rain and all that actually yeah. got the soloist messed up. Or oh, if it's not that it. one, it's when he did the 2001 or 2002 year of the music video Bloodline, yeah. and they all got drenched in fake blood for the video, and that's probably... It's either those, those are two reasons they said. It was either the Still Raining Tour or the music video that he took it out of commission. Got it fixed up, of course. Yeah. But he says, I'm no longer playing this on tour. Um, it's home. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the guys retired or stuff. Huh. I didn't know he had a Jackson deal. Because no. Jackson went under, right? No, Jackson, he never had a Jackson deal. He actually just rocked that Jackson. The soloist. For the whole 90s. Oh, okay, okay. Like, that guitar was played the whole time. All the tours he did in the 90s was with that guitar. When did he get into ESP? ESP came up to him in the late 90s, and that's mm-hmm. when he made a deal in the two, early 2000s with ESP. And then they pretty much, if you look at him, it's all the specs he got from his Jackson. It's it's essentially an ESP Horizon, right? Yeah. Horizon with a Kaler uh, pickup. Yeah, and then the EMG's 8581 pickups. Oh, snap. So, hmm. but that's all based off his Jackson. So you know my purple guitar? Yeah. That's pretty much the same specs. Okay. But that's the only guitar I will spend because it has all his raider punk all that stickers and all oh, that okay like that's the only guitar he ever customized himself and spend money on and the crazy part is it's 22 threats not 24 22 22 sounds better i don't know why metalheads like the 24 22 is more heavy because the pickup is closer to this way it's about an inch inch and a half or so yeah but i don't know all the guitars i get are 20 are 24 threat i'm so used to it so it's like whatever but most of the solos, when I look at it, 22, 22, 22, 22, ha, 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 24, 24, right there, right there. 
It's like that yeah. one out of every, you know, 100 or so that has the 24th fret, you know, um, engaged or employed. It's like, do you really need to justify having a 24th fret all the time? I don't know. Probably not, because most Kirk Hamlet solos, you bend up to the F sharp. Yeah, like but nobody once. gives nobody gives a fuck about that guy, anyways. So. I know he's he's becoming a he's he's, he's becoming the, a meme. Yeah, he's, he's becoming the biggest an enemy of the show. <laughs> no, no, no. The funny part about Kirk Hamlet's meme, there's one where it shows like a it's a pictured meme. You've probably seen it more than the it. KMDM. Where no, it shows the wah pedal like on the floor. It's like a woman like on the floor like she's about to get hit, and there's a fat dude with a with the belt saying like she's about to hit her, and they change the head of the woman to a wham to a wah pedal. And it's Kirk Aaron saying, it's wah-wah time. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Wah-wah-wah-wah-wah. Yeah, he, he does do that too much. Yeah, that's why that's another thing I get mad at our, our, our friend Jerry. is like, dude, his solos are not that great. If anything, dime bag. <sighs> like, I don't like his sound, but that guy can solo for sure. And he's like, well, no, I mean, that, no, he, he would destroy dime bag. He's like, okay. They both have Randall deals. Yeah, but I like <laughs> Their apps are both Randall. Yeah, but I'm like, uh, but he's like, he would destroy Dimebag. I'm like, but if Turk Hammett were to die and Dimebag was still alive, Metallica would recruit Dimebag. Like, that's how good this motherfucker is. Dimebag was more versatile. He can do more things. Kirk's like a one-twerk pony. Yeah. And not trying to diss Kerry King, but ever since Jeff Hammett died, I mean, for sure, when I heard the new album, Repentless, it was cool and everything. But you can tell the solos that Kerry did that was trying to sound like Jeff Hanneman was like, you should have let Gary do the solos. Well, because uh, that guy's more into the chromaticism. <laughs> That's his solos. I can play every Kerry King solo. So can I. It's not that hard. <laughs> like Marcus. No, they're kidding. Not that hard. But <laughs> not that hard, dude. Okay, but when it, but <laughs> You practice your four, three, two, ones. Just do those moving down the fretboard. <laughs> but, that but, makes sense. But when you try doing Je- Jeff Hanneman, it's like this. What, wait, what the fuck? Is he sweeping? Oh, I'm not he, sweeping. You sure? No, uh, that's a solo, dude. It's not that hard. It's just you got to play and you're like. Remember that dude that wanted to uh, do a battle with me? Okay, okay. Uh, Whoa, now, story time. Now, <laughs> kids, story time. All right, kids, story time. So Gather around on. the circle wait, wait, here. You know what you sound like? When uh, in the Chappelle skit where they all got money and the weatherman's like, this is my voice. This is how I <laughs> this talk. This is my real speaking voice, Chuck. <laughs> if you want to see the weather, it's right here, right here down my ass. <laughs> That's no. what you sounded like right now, dude. Yeah, hey, yeah. hey, hold the hell on. Let me tell my goddamn story. All right. Carry on. All right. Carry on. So we had a friend who. Wait, the, wait, was he really a friend, though? No, no, he's actually a real friend. Does I grew get, up with him. Does he buy you pizza? Actually, yeah, he did once. Oh, shit. Friends. Anyways, forever. so this guy, I haven't seen him in years, but he looks like Cherub Robert now, but. Anyways, he, he, okay, so in our friend group, I'm the craziest Slayer fan. Jerry was the annoying Metallica fan that everyone actually told, shut the fuck up. You know, I was the, the Metallica fan in my group of friends. Yeah, but and you they, weren't. They, they did tell me to shut the fuck up. No, 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 but you weren't a big ass troller. And then there was. I'm not? Okay. <laughs> got it, you got it. And then we have our friend Raul, who was the biggest Pantera fan. He is your typical Pantera fan. Fat beard. Drinks a lot of beer and probably drunk before the main band came on. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, yeah. This guy could sweep pick. But when I look back now, it's like this. Eh, you really need her practice, but okay. <laughs> he went to a bass player now, which is 
funny. Oh, he got demoted? He demoted himself. <laughs> you're playing he, bass now, motherfucker. No, no. <laughs> he demoted himself. I made him play bass. <laughs> Pooner, you're playing bass. <laughs> hey, che, Che. Put the guitar down. Pick up the bass. We're done. <laughs> We're done here. This conversation's over. Go pick up the bass. Anyways. Hey, it could be worse. He could have became a drummer. Oh, God. Oh. That is. Yeah. So this guy. Yeah. <laughs> legit said jazz. Oh, wait. Blues. Yeah. Sorry. Blues. Sorry. It's been years. I always think jazz for some reason. I blame you, Gonzalo. I'm kidding. My bad. Anyway, so this guy legit thought he could like outplay him. I was like, dude, we play metal. And we're not playing like the old thrash or the 90s where it's like kind of complicated and they're like trying to show that it's not easy. It's skill and like dedication and like you know how to play it. Yeah, there's precision. Yeah. We played the new, um, he played Deathcore, which is. Let me slow it down. One, two, three, one, two, three. Sweet pick. One, two, three, one. Like. There was no, like, they had a bass player, and there was, like, legit, you look at him, like, how you tune, how low you guys play your tuning? There's no point of having a fucking bass player at all. Tell that to Robert Trujillo. He feels the same way in Metallica. <laughs> yes. So, he said, oh, I can beat Marcus, and this is when you were teaching me, and I was, like, happy, and I'm like, okay, I'm learning, I'm getting better, I'm not trying to challenge anyone to a fucking fight, because for sure, right now, I'll lose. Right now, it's more like... All right, let's get drunk for shits and giggles. Okay, let's, we'll get mad, but let's fight it. I don't, like, whatever. Marcus, I remember he was explaining to us that. 1048. 1048. <laughs> M48. He, he got promoted. He got nicknames now. Okay, Marker Niner 49ers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Mac and Cheese. <laughs> Mac and Cheese over here. Whatever his name was. <laughs> Mac and Cheese over here, right? Was explained to us. Cheese, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. That blues. There's actual sweet picking. And if you think about it, it makes sense because when they do them blues licks and they do the little, very little technical solos, that's actually a sweet picking solo. So we called it back in the day the blues sweeps. With and the broom. With the brooms. <laughs> and then this guy said, I can kick his ass because I can sweet pick. And we looked at him like, can you really sweet pick? So we went to the lunchroom. Marcus actually, yeah. and Marcus actually brought out his shit. Like at first, I didn't want to do it because I was like, well, "This is dumb." Like I don't. No, but wanna... you did the right thing, though. Yeah. You, you need to, you know. I think it, that's the cool thing about guitar because we all know there's an ego to it. I mean, let's be real. But this was the prime of my <laughs> ego. Like even then, I was just thinking, "This is dumb." Like why am I doing this? At, at the at the time, I was probably like, "Why is this little shit gonna <laughs> challenge me?" You know. <laughs> what makes it funny was um. When we all knew Marcus, he was a sophomore, and he was three times our height. <laughs> so if you looked at it, it was kind of like the short dudes trying to fight the tall dude, and it's like the tall dude actually knows how to fight, and you're just a drunk fighter, so it's like you're gonna lose. So, so our so the dude legit saw Marcus play, and you can see in his eyes like he was like, "Holy fuck, this kid's good," but the ego was like, arms crossed. That's nothing. It's like, are you fucking high? He he was defensing. Once you put your arms crossed, you're in defense mode, so you already lost. So at that point, I was just like, yeah, I'll just play some blues licks, whatever. And then no, and oh yeah, yeah, whatever. We looked at him, and I was just like, is that a practice? Tech? I was like, is that a practice? Like, is that like a practice sheet? And he's like, actually, yeah, that's that's one of my practice sheets. And that's when everyone's like, that's a practice sheet. And I'm like, hey Marcus, can you can you bring me out a copy? 
like that's a good that was a good like i use that as a good workout like for sure like i stretch my fucking pinky further than ever like yes i'm not trying to be a dick but like i just want to be better and like at least stretch my pinky further enough so when i play solos and all that yes well i mean it, it helps when you have big freaking hands like i do yeah see i don't got big hands sir me neither mine are medium yes but you can still shred I like to play. Quote, quote unquote shred or whatever it's called. Whatever whatever you guys call it. I call it something different. Okay, um vagina sixty nine. So <laughs> for me for me when I tell the story of Gonzo, everyone's like, Oh, so who taught you to play? I'm like I have like a Zen out thing and it's like you have that imaginary like smoke pipe thing, right? Like in those like Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia and it's like this you wanna hear the legend. And they're like, What legend? I'm like I know a man who played metal for years, went to school to learn the arts, and actually played live with a band called. Hold on, what was the Mexican band called, Mom? Mana, Mana, and he actually challenged the sing the the lead guitarist, and he did the right thing. He destroyed him. No, he let him win. Because <laughs> he. There stays their rules, bro. <laughs> right, and everyone's like this. Can this guy shred? And I remember it was the 4th of July festival, like, many years ago. Three of my friends went, and you were playing, you know, with your band and all that. And then you just did some, like, crazy solo wear. And they were like this. How much did he charge for a, for a lesson? <laughs> and I'm like, right? He, that's, not, that's, not, that's not a Spanish solo. That's a freaking metal solo, but he made it sound Spanish. I like to play. I like it to play. <laughs> it's like Wayne's World Garf. He does that badass soul. I like to play. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so yeah, like this guy legit looked at Mark uh, M69 over here and was like surprised. <laughs> and like he tried, he tried, he tried to play something and he didn't play an original piece. Like Marcus was just doing exercise and doing original piece. This guy played a fucking song and the song wasn't even that good. It was like, are you shitting me right now? Like you talked all this mad shit and you couldn't even like make it to his level. It was over I, within like a minute. I, I imagine he was playing like the chord progression. To, it's raining, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's raining, man. I think, I think that, <laughs> that would have impressed me even more. <laughs> He's like, damn, you know the chords to that? If like, you were to play like Prince's purple rain or something, <laughs> purple rain. No, I no, like, Whoa. no, that's a soul. That's no. a solo for the ages. Yeah, hell no, yeah, dude. Marcus, I think I played, I think I was you or someone else. I played Slayer's version of In God the Vita, and it was either you or I think it was Jerry that was actually impressed. Like, oh my God, that sounded a lot better than Raul when you <laughs> played that. And I'm like, this. Well, yeah, because I'm actually practicing it, and I'm not trying to like. I'm not being an it. asshole. I'm actually practicing. <laughs> yeah, like right now, like if I play, or if I play a song right now, like if I play like In God the Vita, I'm not gonna lie. Eh, it'll be a little rusty. I'll be like. Dun, 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 dun. Fuck. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? I, I tend to practice now just to not be an asshole. <laughs> so you could back up your shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> when people when people are like, "Wait, you're that guy that plays," and I'm like, I feel like now I have to keep on playing. You're like, uh, I've I've known to string a guitar once in my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be that stupid old guy, that 95 year old man that goes into guitar center <laughs> and just fucking rapes everybody, and it's like this. Oh, oh that's a warm up. That's more warm up. It's like that's a warm up. Dude, but my powers are limited. I still need to warm up 30 no, minutes. Dude. No, no. You know what's funny? It's you terrible. Know what's, you know what's funny? 
when I described when I described you to one of my coworkers that it's like getting into that whole Smashing Pumpkins or one of this and that. I'm like, dude, okay, you really want to Kids know, Pop like, Volume Twenty Nine? I, I look that at was him, my favorite one. That was good. It was that good. Was, that was the best one of the year. And I look at him like, dude, like, you really want to get into like artists and soloing? You gotta stop saying metal is shit because a lot of great soloing and like artists started out trying to be a metal band before they became you know a rock band or a pop band or whatever. A lot of guys, actually. Yeah, I was into '80s like uh, metal, so like. Uh, See my point, like. like yeah, absolutely. Like Poison, you know, like kind of like that hair metal kind of thing, and then a little bit like Metallica, and you know, things See, like. See, see my point, like exactly. Like Michael like, Schenker. I mean, yeah. Michael Schenker is one of my. I'm a. I got. I, I was lucky. I got to see him play before the lockdown. Oh yeah. Oh my God, that motherfucker! Two hours straight, jamming, dude, on a V, on a V. See, see, he gets the point, but like, see my point, like. Yeah. People need to stop. And he's like, it's, he's like, I need how you explain to me. I need like you know rhythm. You need melodic and all that. And I'm like, melodic motherfucker. Like really, you're gonna get that from the Smashing Pumpkins. Have you heard of the band Arch Enemy? That's melodic as hell. And the worst part is, that's not even a solo. That's a rift. I looked it up twice. Like, is this a solo or a rift? It's like, rift number one. Riff one number one two. of my buddies likes to troll me all the time. He'd be like, shut the fuck up. You don't even know what melodic is. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I mean, I got, you know, this guy's a good friend because he, he never lets my ego go that way. He always puts me down. He's like, oh, you, that's all the shit, bro. I mean, I've heard better. Yeah. Melodic comes with time. I mean, I think so. Over the course of, you know, you learning guitar, learn, listening to different music, you kind of figure out that the guitar is a voice. So you kind of like pick your own voice. Yeah. What I do is I like, I think of uh, singers when I, when I play the guitar, like old blues singers, like. BB uh, King comes to mind, like where he would do like those little embellishments in his voice, like "Won't you tell me the reason why?" Like, kind of do that same thing on the guitar. He's exactly like for me when I I play when I play Slayer. Everyone's like, "It's all oh, he's thinking of the rips." Like, no, I'm actually thinking of like of the singer Tom Araya. Like, you have to imagine how you're gonna play the guitar. You want it to match the voice mm-hmm. and all that, because that's what the that's where the melody comes from. Because you could play, you could play shapes all day long, and you know it's it's not that it's it's okay to do that, but at some point you will get bored, and and your your listeners will will get bored. So it's like you have to invent things as you go. Yeah, because if you if you listen to a lot of bands, do you remember the time when every '80s band like that was famous in the '80s be, tried doing ballads, and you're oh, like, yeah. what yeah. the hell is going on? Like every rose has its thorn. And then um yeah, that's one. <laughs> um. Lita Ford did that one song with Ozzy Osbourne. And you're like, what the fuck, Ozzy? Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of that going on. Yeah, you get my point. But it was, but the only, but the only one I never did was Ozzy Osbourne because that motherfucker was on drugs. Dude, I'm surprised he's still with us. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm like, I was like this. The world will end if he dies, and everyone's like, why? I'm like, the coronavirus. Slayer retired. It's, the f- it's the four horsemen of the apocalypse. No, I think the inevitable, the one we should really fear to death, is Keith Richards. Oh yeah, he is the FDA's worst nightmare. He is the inevitable one. If he dies, then start getting scared. Because if he dies, then you know people can die. Because <laughs> he's been through what <laughs> alcohol poisoning. He smokes Co- like a chimney. Cocaine, heroin, <laughs> methamphetamines, <laughs> crystals. Oh, he's too rich, man. He doesn't go on amphetamines. Yeah, he goes he straight to coke. Either. Yeah. No, but no, no, but like everyone's asking me, like, dude, this whole coronavirus thing sucks. And I'm like, you want to know why it happened? They're like, how? The government and all that. I'm like, no. Because one of the four, one of the four, the four horsemen that saved the, us from the apocalypse, 
died. And they're like, who? Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all oh, and the only ones that understand like my metal references, like the OG, the OGs, they're like yeah. this, laughing. They're like, wait, so you're telling me of Anthrax and Megadeth and Metallica were to go down. They were really fucked. I'm like, have you? Yes. I'm like, listen, look. Slayer retired, and we get this bullshit song called WAP, and that's a big hit. There's something wrong with this world when a song about vagina getting wet and all this nasty shit is more Christian than God hates us all. It's like, really? You're going to tell me? I thought it was a catchy tune. <laughs> yeah, it is purpose. <laughs> May the power of Satan compel you. No, no, other way. But anyways, right? Wrong way. <laughs> Backwards. Let's go down. Anyways, because everyone looks at me, and they're like, why are you so stuck on this? I'm like, well, dude, it's because there's different styles, different context, different styles, and like different ways they sing it and everything. And also, everyone, it's not always about the worship the devil, second right, all that crap. It's like there's some about suicide. And like there's songs that they sing it, but the thing is, the bands that sing the songs like all about like, you know heartbreaks and all that. They're not trying to sound like little girls and like crying little bitches. Like that made made artists famous. They said, if we're going to sing sad songs or, like, tell stories and all that, we're going to sound heavy as fuck because that sounds better than crying on the phone or sounding like a little girl, Justin Bieber, and all that. And you know what's funny? That I mentioned Justin Bieber. Marcus, you and me went on a trolling fight with this one chick named Jessica oh, yeah. about just Yeah, we legit, if you read it, it's 148 comments. And this is the only time this guy ever me had a, like, we legit, like, tag team. Blues and metal combined, like we're gonna take down this bullshit. And she tries saying, Jesse, Justin Bieber can the out revolution. She tries saying like he can outplay you on guitar. I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> that was that was funny. I, was, I even laughed. <laughs> you did laugh. I was mad. I was like this, and I put, bitch, please. I would destroy him if Marcus got involved. Shit, it's a gangbang. <laughs> oh, poor uh, Beavers. That was that was back in my uh, my where my ego was like at an all time high. I'm. I'm not like that at all. You're, you're a recovery ego? Yeah, I'm a recovering e- ego addict. Yeah. You had the biggest, like, ego I ever met besides <laughs> Troll Jerry. Hey, I think it's funny when people get bouge, if I can get snood. I mean, think about it. We all practice because we I'm thrive snood, to be that level. I'm private. Like, uh, like, no, I'll, but jokingly, like, yeah. amongst us, we like to be snooty because it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Me, me and him, you know, and you know, normal friends throw pictures of weird shit. I send him a picture of a Fender with a Floyd. That's our trolley. That's fucking weird. Why would you do that? Exactly. No, fuck no. Fender, two hums, Floyd Rose, no pick guard. Oh, super oh, strap. Okay, now now we gotta get involved because we saw. I saw no, but you sent I me a s- '70s uh, Fender. Oh, it's a dick. It was nice. Oh. It was nice without the the Floyd. What? Floyd's awesome, dude. Dude, Floyd Rose for life. Anyways. Well, I don't have a mechanical engineering degree, so <laughs> I can string that motherfucker. Th- that's the first guitar I had, so I don't know the opposite. When oh. you guys talk about regular tremolos, I'm like, I don't know. No, no, every time I hear tremolo, it's like, oh, yeah, I got a tremolo. Floyd Rose? Nah. The, I don't even use The one the that tremolo. starts with a K? No, the one with the fender. God, the fuck. Get, get out of here. I don't Try. even use tremolo. Oh, but you know what's crazy? So the, I got a coworker. Nice. <laughs> nice try. That coworker I was telling you about that, oh, Smashing Pumpkins and all that bullshit. He gets mad because we were at Gotchucks the other day, and we saw a fender. You know, the three single humbuck, you know, three single coil pickups. Well, As it should be. So there's two. The way God intended. The no, way God no, intended there's, it to be built. There's two, 
And then there's a the regular pickup, the one with the two, not single. It's not the. I'm so used to active pickups. It's ridiculous. Like no joke. And it had like an actual humbucker at the bottom, and he was mad. Yeah, the HSS. The it's humbucker in the bridge, and then single in the middle, and single in the neck. Yeah, but I guess this one's supposed to have three singles. Oh. And he got mad. That so it was modified, had, basically. No, like that's actually the original. Oh. And it okay. was modified to have a humbucker at the bottom. And he was like mad, like you're trying to play Fender and all. I'm like, okay, dude, dude. Like for a guy who says you like metal, you do realize in metal. There's no such thing as a single coil. And he's like, well, there's humbuckers, and you, uh, the, the shit you play is like, it's too much. I'm like, no, no, no. When we play... Didn't Phil Collins from Death Leopard have single coils? Yeah, custom, but made. For- oh, but they're stacked humbuckers, huh? Yeah. They're not even true. They look single coil, but they're stacked. Yeah, exactly. But that that's Death Leopard. But this guy's giving me shit. Like, I'm like, you want to buy a guitar from every brand, you said so you have to understand, certain brands have certain guitars for certain reasons. You look at Jackson. Does Jackson look like they're going to play fucking blues, jazz, or anything that sounds like the Smashing Pumpkins or Nirvana? No, what they're trying to do is, we're going to sound metal for the metal players, and it's going to be fucking actives or passives, depending what style they want. You want to see more Duncan? Here you go. You want DiMarzio? Here you go. You want EMG? Here you go. You want that weird knockoff brand from fucking Europe that was played by some weird Finland guitar player that... Bare knuckle guitars? Bare knuckle pickups? No, like this was legit not even a bare knuckle. It was like a weird ass, like, homemade pickup. It was a homemade pickup that was made by a famous guitar player over there from a European band and all that. And I was just like... It's not Fishman, right? No. It was, they don't even have no name. It's just a weird... But you hear it on YouTube, it sounds amazing. He's like, we got to get it, bro. I'm like. <laughs> you're like, what's this we you're speaking of? Yeah, it's like, sir, what, are, are you high? All I know is middle pickup gang. I only, know, I, only know, <laughs> I only know two pickups, so sorry. You got to go with that middle pickup. No, you got to go with that. You always got to go with the bridge. Got to have that. that you got to go with up. that bridge. Just pick up all day, every day. Use bridge. Use middle. I use neck. Got to break the neck. Kind of weird, right? Actually, yeah. you know what's weird? For the longest time, I always used the bridge pickup for everything. Mm-hmm. But eventually, after seeing, going to live shows and seeing the, like, your favorite artist, like, slowly, I don't know, like, shred, shred, switch the pickup to the neck, solo, back to the neck, to the bridge, shred, 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 solo, shred. So, so eventually, I looked at my, my ears, and I'm like, hmm, let's try this. So I play a solo. Switch to pick up. Oh my god, this actually sounds a lot better. Holy shit, this is the reason why they have... They all have their purpose. Like, the middle is good for rhythm. Yeah, the middle pickup on the Strat was originally, like, the home position for a lot of uh, music in the 50s and 60s because they didn't have the five-way switch yet. Yeah. So it was the neck, middle, and bridge... And then you had to manually put it in those in-between positions. Somehow they, they figured that out. They're like, oh, cool, that's a sound, you know, like the out-of-phase mm-hmm. position. But guitar music in the 50s and some in the 60s was all for the chorus or like the main rhythm part was middle pickup. And then if you had to solo, it's the bridge pickup. And then I don't know what they would use the neck pickup for. Maybe like same kind of 
neck gives it that middle like chords like if you're finger picking yeah if maybe. you're harmonizing like if you want to play bluegrass and all that that's why uh, that's, that's, that's i would why prefer I the bridge for that yeah bluegrass yeah i don't know yeah. i'll give that that's why i give the guy props though the guy that knows the shadow me at work he's a well, he's he, still playing that's good no because he plays bluegrass and i'm like i'll give you props that's but now he wants me to sh- like he like he talks so much like music notes and theory like wannabe theory where i kind of look at him and i guess one day i'm gonna invite you to meet my friend gonzo and he will destroy that ego of yours beyond repair and if marcus quit playing no and if marcus <laughs> and if marcus joins in it's not gonna be a easy death it's gonna be the worst gangbang of your life that we're gonna go in raw with no loop i don't know if i want to be a i don't know if i want to be associated <laughs> with that <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me far away from that yeah. that doesn't sound fun at all no because this guy he, he's talking about like fender like tube amps and everything like he's doing his homework really well and for me it's like this he's like i'm a hobbyist i'm a hobbyist I'm like you're an annoying hobbyist i'm the real definition of hobbyist he's like why i like that amp sounds good i'll buy it and play a shadow for the next decade or so and then be like hmm i think it's time for a new app or same with my guitar hmm do i really need to get another guitar no the answer is always yes no that's why i guess no and then i look back i don't have one with the floyd rose on it yet so let's go like legit for me i got tired of of always adjusting my Floyd Rose for tunings. So that's when my guitar addiction kicked in. I have one for C standard. I have one for drop B. I have one for freaking Slayer. I have one for that goes to all three. You just four. need a seven string at this point. No, that's the, that's the main goal is actually to buy a seven string. Cause the next guitar I'm buying is that Schecter I was talking about the Lambert orange one. It's cool and everything, but I feel like that's the one I want for when I don't want to play metal. Like, yeah, I'm metalhead till the day I die. But sometimes it's nice once in a while to play something that's not super fast, but it's not super soft. Hard rock. J-pop. It's like for those rich uh-huh. motherfuckers that have like a bunch of cars. You know, they have like their commuter, and then they have that one they want to take out on the weekend. Exactly. That's a good way to, to yeah. describe it. Yeah. Like right now, my main, my commuter is my Jackson King V Satin Black. Original pickups were passive EMG HZs, and I swapped them out, and I got them custom made. Seymour Duncan, Black Winter pickups, and let me tell you, those things had the best high outputs and lows I ever played for metal and non-metal. So that's your that's the that's your guitar that's on the rack that you pass by it every day. You pick it up and you play ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, that's 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 the one where it's like this. Okay, do I really want to go through the freaking closet and take out the guitars and drop B? Or I could play this pickup, this guitar, down tune it, and then tune it back up later. Because as much as I love Floyd Rose, sometimes they do get annoying. We want to change tunings. Yeah, for that, maybe. What's your daily ride? Right now it's the 594. For everything, huh? For everything, pretty much. I mean, I'll pick up the, the Martin just to like play a couple chords. Then if I want to get you know stratty, I'll just bring out the Silver Sky. Silver Sky is kind of like my baby. Like I have it in the case all the time. Yeah, I, I'm the um, my daily is the Sir, the Sir Strat. Yeah, I, but I use it for everything: metal, recording, 
But I mean, there's the the ones in the closet, like he says. I mean, like I I still like I don't let them like not get played. Like I'll take them out, clean them, and then it's not like oh I'll play one song and then call it. I know it's like all right I'll play one song. Three hours later, I'm already like covering sweat, and it's like I'll clean it up next time. Like that was a long song. How'd you like the Clapton uh, guitar that I had? Well, I like the V-neck. I really, it actually, the way I play, it positions well. Because it, it either my thumb's resting like this, or it's resting like this. I bought like a Clapton this. Strat like five years ago. Oh, nice. It, it has a different neck. It's a V. Oh. It's a V-neck. No shit. Yeah. That's so your thumb rests like this to play, or like this. It's really good for playing the Hendrix stuff. I, I liked it. It was a good guitar. It sounds good. It has a lace sensor. I dug, I dug it. I would only, I mean, I would refret it, of course. <laughs> Well, you'd refret every guitar that you touch. Yes, for the record, I've refretted all my guitars with stainless steel. No, 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 no. For the record, it's like, I remember when I was playing the Warbeast I had, I remember you told me, are you going to keep that forever? And I was like, why? It looks like... (laughs) I'm trying to lure him. Hey, man. No, because you're like this. It looks like you're actually destroying your frets already. And that's when I was getting into changing different gauges on strings, and I was like... I was actually saying this actually feels a lot better for drop B. Okay, okay, okay. And that's when I bought another guitar. And you're just gonna be like, "Come here, child. You must know about this." I'm becoming that creepy guy. Hey, man, you wanna you wanna get your frets refretted, huh? (laughs) God damn it! You're becoming the Michael Jackson of uh, Neverland Ranch. Great, I'm gonna be the Michael Jackson. (laughs) Come here, kids. Because you do you, you, (laughs) you do that voice so well. Oh, where he talks so much shit. Yeah. He did he watch this is it from the Michael Jackson thing? He's all he's all, you know, I, I just see the bass player, he sounds like doo doo, you know, you guys all sound like shit, man. You just love but nothing but love, nothing but love, that's why we rehearse. He literally rips everyone an asshole and then just says nothing but love at the end. I mean This is why he's dead. <laughs> dude, that's how that's why he was such a badass man. He's all ripping people, man. Uh but what's he her said, name? He, uh the, the 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 guitar player? The young Orianthi. lady. Orianthi. Oh, the one that plays with Alex Cooper. Alex Cooper or, or right now. there, right? You know, Orianthi's right. No, Nita, Nita something. No, Nita Strauss was not there. No, it was oh. Orianthi. I was. I'm in love with her. Nita Strauss. Yes, she's gorgeous guitar player. She liked one of my shred videos on IG. I hate you. Nice. Yeah. Because I'm superior to her. She looks way better though. I'd rather watch her play. Is Fuck that, my play. Is that, can you play? Can you play my favorite guitar? Which one's that? Fuck, which one do I really want to play? Shit, she shit, She uses uh, an Ibanez, but her workout guitar stuff is hell of the same shit I practice. Nice. She's a like-minded player, so. No, you know, it's crazy. Um, if only you looked as good as her. Oh, not even <laughs> close, dude. She's, Marcus, uh, do you remember George Martinez? George Martinez. Was he your guy's age? Love, no, he love. was your age. <laughs> George Martinez. He's that kid that had the big ass mohawk in high school oh yeah 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 i think i believe so yeah he can play guitar pretty well but oh my god let me tell you he will he would love this conversation because him and me will always get to argue he's like dude jackson is not that great for metal it's ibanez and i look at him like didn't you guys lose brain from corn to esp and he gets mad he's like shut the hell up i'm like that's what i thought <laughs> it's a touchy subject even corn is realizing that Ibanez is not that great. Um, I did get an Ibanez. When you told me that, the first thing I thought of was, "Why have you forsaken me?" Oh, but it's not a mom and pop Ibanez that everyone has. It's a very, very custom, very unique metal war beast. No, no, you want to talk about war beast? 
I have a Beast Rich War Beast. I gotta, you gotta trip on with the Prestige. It's it's plecked, it's ebony, it's bare knuckle pickups. It's legit. No, what? Well, my War Beast is a Beast Rich War it Beast. It is legit. I played it. I will, it's weird, huh? It's like a weird legitimacy. You're like, oh shit. You know what's weird right now? Jackson actually came out with a strap body, and everyone's like, oh, they're finally copying Fender. They want to copy Fender. I'm like. Do you realize Fender owns Jackson, right? And people look at me like Fender owns the world. They're like Disney. They own Charvel. They own <laughs> no Char- Charvel actually became their own company. They finally. own Gretsch. But they licensed the headstock from Fender, so they get some Skrilla from them. Oh, I didn't know that, but yeah, because it's funny because everyone because because Gus G, the guy that used to play for Ozzy Osbourne before Zach Wild's like I'm coming back, and he's like shit, there goes my job. Dude, that was supposed to happen this year, too. Zach right. Wilde was supposed to tour with Ozzy for one last time. Yeah. BLS, man. Wait. BLS. Yeah, Black Label Society. Sorry. Yeah. Whenever I say BL, I think of something like, got to check my generation. Yeah, because um, he, I guess his you know signature guitar was like a weird body one, but I just didn't feel it. Now he's rocking. He's like, oh, this is my signature series, and it's a freaking Jackson like Strat guitar, and it's exactly like a Fender Strat, but... Like cherry, cherry red, sparkle, whatever, and it has three pickups. You know, you know, three pickups on it, like Fender. But the only thing the difference is he's like this one. I want to play, you know, you know, bluesy style, and like kind of like it's perfect. But when I get into metal, boom, baby's ready to go. Yeah, I always thought that was gonna be the future with stack humbuckers. Like you can keep the middle pup, the middle pup, and just stack the two front and the back, the yeah. bridge and neck. That's what uh, they're. That's what Fender's doing with their, um, their like regular series now. Do you remember the uh, what were they called back then? The American Deluxe. I think so. They yeah. used to have that. Yeah, I, I love that. They're I, still carrying on with that, like with their their newer. I don't know what the, it's called now. Oh, they, they rename, call it Plus Ultra. Something like that. Yeah, Some but my hero academia. Plus Ultra. They're keeping that same kind of thing where you can just incorporate the neck pickup in every single um, position. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah okay. it's pretty cool. I mean, and obviously you can get them in a range of colors and stuff that you yeah. want. So I mean, I guess you could say Fender stepping their game up that way, but in terms of just like coming out with a new Strat or a new Tele every year. Except for the, was it the... Oh, that nice color ones, right? Yeah. They're starting to... And then they're doing the, the Twilight Universe, where they're like the Jazz Master is now in a Fender body, a yeah. Fender Strat yeah. boss. I like that. Yeah. You know but it's 2K, though. Yeah, I don't make, like that price. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I, I looked on the Fender website after you told me about it. Yeah. It's funny when I tell people, hey, look up Fender, put up Signature Artist Series. You see a bunch, you know, like country stars and like start that twang bro that's right twang. right and then the crazy part you see i don't know it's like this you see the freaking six seven six foot dude or like seven almost seven foot wearing a freaking black jumpsuit with a freaking mask on and it says jim root from slipknot plays a fender telecaster and all that and it's like <laughs> the only one with active pickups and looks scary as fuck and you're like it's like one he plays what it's like one of these guys is well john five john five was a telly guy yeah, but John, I, his his guitar like didn't look scary. You look at Jim Roots, it's like, yeah, it's pretty dark and gloom. And you're like, holy crap! And it on it, volume only. Holy shit! And actually, yeah. Gotchuk's had one. And I was gonna, I was actually gonna go one day. And it's like, I'm gonna put on layaway. Fuck it, I'm gonna get myself a Fender because that's Jim Roots' signature and it looks pretty badass in yeah. white. And then I found out some 
No names. No, not gonna say anything. But you took the L, bro. You took the L. I took an L. Just say it. No, just say no, it, bro. No, Accept no. it. I'm, I, I'm taking the L, but I'm not. What well, the, well, the person that bought it told me what she, why she bought it for was, I mean, pretty fucked up. Because I guess a kid went in there with his parents and he fell in love with it, and it makes sense, you know. If you're a kid, you buy your first guitar. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. But when you buy your first guitar, you end up kind of putting some stupid ass stickers on it. You know what I mean? You're a young kid. It's kind of a habit. Yeah, I've done that. See, too. see, I've done that too many times too. Marcus probably hasn't because he's a. He's Have a, you done that? Put a sticker. Yes. Oh my god! I put a sticker on the back of my guitar, not on the front. That's still just as bad. No. The vibration, bro. The vibration. <laughs> Gotta keep that pure, that pure tone, bro. Right. <laughs> pure wood. Pure word, bro. Hardwood. Anyways, Microsoft Word. <laughs> Office twenty nineteen, bro. So, so this person, she said. She heard the kid talk about that. They went the next day to go buy it. But she heard he was going to do that. She's like, he's going to file the guitar and all that. I'm like, you know your job is to sell it. And So the employee bought, bought the guitar to save it from being like, I'm like, okay, one, you're a fucking piece of shit. Two, that kid had his eyes set on that guitar for a reason. Who cares? He was gonna put stickers. I mean, yeah, it's a freaking Fender uh, high-end guitar, but like, like, that's like something this guy would do. <laughs> but no, but he makes sense though. He's gonna play it. She says she'll. She told me, oh yeah, I bought it. I'll sell it to you for eight hundred dollars though if you want it. And I'm like this. I mean, yeah, I don't put stickers on my guitar, but say now I'm like this. You're a dirtbag. Like you should have let that kid own it. The kid took the L. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Tough break. So, for me taking the L, I was like, this, okay, if a kid got it, oh, you know, I'll take that L proud. Like, these, you know, yeah, young generation's still playing. That's why you got to go in there, like, fucking Penny Packer and just drop your dick on the on the table and be yeah. like, listen Mine here. Now. I want this guitar. There's a chicken there I went to high school with. She sees me, and her, her name's Janet, but she calls herself Elliot. And, right. And I see her. Long, long story. Anyways, and I see her, and she's like, this. I went and I kind of bust her chops. She knows how to play, right? I don't, I don't know. I never. She played ukulele, no. Dude, oh, everyone's yeah, yeah. everyone's into so. the Billie Eilish uke. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I'm gonna get banned for copyright if you sing it again. <laughs> you sound so much like her. Yeah, right. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like an emo bitch. Hey, don't hate on Billie Eilish, bro. Hey, bro, she's our sponsor. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. So, check this out. Final thoughts. We're going to wrap up. Perdón, perdón, perdón. Mr. Dead Tacos, any final thoughts, final words? Mm, final thoughts or final words? Mm. If you've not heard of Slayer, please listen to Slayer. His PSA is listen to Slayer. <laughs> Mine is if you if you get some doo doo on your shoes, nothing but love. Michael Jackson. Mine is don't stop till you get enough, Michael Jackson. Mine is I already said mine. That wraps up Music Speaks. Wait, Our uh, special uh, guest uh, today uh, was Mister Tacos de Muerte. Yo yo yo! Don't mean to cut you off. What's up, bro? <laughs> you were gonna say something. My final words are. Just beat it. <laughs> That's how they're wrong. <laughs> Music Speaks episode. I don't even know what the fuck. You guys do the math. Count it. Later. Peace. Peace. Later. Later.